T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome in. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. Happy Friday to uh, everybody out there. Joe, you'd be happy to know I found we're always like looking for something to put on TV. Yes. During our show. Normally it just kind of sticks around. I found a foot volleyball. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I didn't realize that they were purposely kicking it. Yeah, soccer, volleyball. You can't use your hands. Head, chest, feet. Got to get over the net. Now, see, I think this is this is the up-and-coming sport right here. It's, a, it's the pro circuit, the Yingling Tour. It's uh, going right now. Uh, and now they're giving you instructions on how you can do it. You think you'd be good at foot volleyball? No, because I'd forget that I was supposed to be using my feet. I think this is the funniest thing to play in your backyard because someone's guaranteed to get injured. Yeah. Is that like, you know, there's all these like backyard games. 8030930, by the way, uh, you can uh, name yours. Join us here on uh, BMAS and Beamer. Like, there's all these backyard games. Everyone knows there's a few um, that are like super popular. Cornhole's like the big one now. Yep. Uh, Can Jam is still very popular. And what's the one you bounce the ball? Spike ball? Spike ball. I like that one. Never Hate really took off. Ball. I like spike ball. I can't stand spike ball. It's just the worst. It's spike ball's a that's like a sport. You, spike ball the the option is hilarious to me. Like, oh, do you like cornhole or spike ball? It's like, whoa, whoa. Th- these things are in two totally different categories. <laughs> the option should be spike ball or like full court six on six basketball. <laughs> <laughs> because that is how spike ball is played. Spike ball, you're, you you got to like move around and yeah. be an athlete. Like spike ball or full contact tackle football. It's not spike ball or cornhole. Like that, a game you can you know hold a drink in your hand while you're playing. See, I'm really bad at cornhole though. So like a, a game like spike ball, I might I might be I might be a little better. I don't think you can be bad at cornhole but good at spike ball. Well, I haven't played spike ball too much. My it, my experience playing it, so I'm a little tired. My experience playing it has been positive. My experience playing cornhole, not so much, as you know. But everyone knows like those games that, and you know, maybe families have their own games. Um, I like badminton. Like you put a badminton net up in the backyard. I had that as a kid. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we used to have a game, uh, you know, we didn't have any big things. I, I remember our family game was we would have, uh, we'll call it pig. 
we used different words though. Ah, okay. Um, and it was just a soccer game where you, you played in the circle. You have to keep uh, the ball up. Uh, no, can't touch the ground. Oh. Uh, you kick it around, and then if it's your fault, if it touches the ground or you miss it, you get a letter. And then if you get enough letters to spell the word, you have to line up against the fence, and everyone gets you know back turned, and everyone gets to shoot the ball at you. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> now, there's a game. That's the game. Now, would there ever be debate that, oh, wait, you gave me the P, but I couldn't. Oh, that was, yeah, that's okay. half the game is just arguing. <laughs> and then figuring out a way to gang up on somebody so we can kick a ball at someone uh, the soonest. That sounds fun. Sounds like a fun game. But that's a fun outdoor game, and this is going to be the weekend to do it. What's your outdoor game this weekend? And what is the game that people get injured playing? Did do you see that happen all the time? Like, there's always somebody who, like, goes a little too hard. They're spraining an ankle, like, reaching for a Frisbee and can jam or something like that. I uh, I got injured quite often playing one-on-one basketball in my parents' driveway. But that's because they had an uneven driveway. And as a male, uh, you bounce the ball the wrong way. I don't think I have to go into too much detail. Uh, so, got injured a lot one-on-one basketball in my parents' driveway growing up. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how that happens. It's mean, like a rare problem. Uh, there's everyone always brings up jarts, lawn darts, uh, yeah, the jarts. I'm not a fan. I, I guess maybe that's because they outlawed like the real ones by the time like we ever played with them. So like all the lawn darts are, it's like a weighted thing, awkward to throw. Yeah. But I it just never. I don't know. I always prefer bocce. To it's the same like, idea. Yeah, I like bocce. Um, but maybe, a beach game. Maybe the old ones were way cooler with the lawn darts. How about uh, horseshoes? Oh, I love horseshoe, but you know, how often are you around a horseshoe pit? Right, that's the thing. But the few times I played horseshoes, I, I really enjoyed it. I love horseshoes. There used to be a horseshoe bar. It's all gone now. Uh-huh. Uh, but on, uh, oh man, uh, where was it? Campbell in North Forest? Is that right? And all the horseshoe pits that they used to have? I'm pretty sure it's all gone away. But, I mean, the horseshoes is super fun. It's just, you know, you have to have the whole thing. My Actually, my buddy has a horseshoe pit in his backyard. Maybe I'll invite myself over. You this, should. Uh, <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> this weekend. Uh, see if you laid that sand. I remember I gave him a whole bag of sand for it. Do you like the big, uh, the big board outdoor games like the Connect 4? outdoor style or the um what's the one where you put the pieces of wood up and you have to pull and not let the whole thing fall down the Jenga. Out, the outdoor one um i like it but i'm not gonna get it that's my thing okay like I, that makes sense i i like to play it you know somewhere else <laughs> yeah but I, I don't want all those pieces to pick up exactly i, I want no part in like a giant what, what where am i gonna put a giant connect for <laughs> and why do why does it need to be giant for the outdoor effect you can put a Connect Four board on a table. Jenga too. That's true. Yeah, like it doesn't need to be, just because it's outside, it needs to be bigger. Like since when was that a rule? So everyone like, can see just, it. It's the, it's while well, it's outside. So we need to make it a thousand times the size of what it normally is. <laughs> How does that make any sense? Because it's outside. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's really the only reason. There is, there's like giant, we had giant Yahtzee, Yardsea. That's right. And you, you threw giant blocks. That's fun, though. Why? I don't know. It doesn't, I mean, there's just no. It takes up a little more space. I saw something else, giant, um, like beer pong. 
Oh, I've seen that at uh, at tailgates. But it's not even like you're not even playing soccer with it. It's just the, it's just giant. Yeah, yeah, with like pails. Bigger isn't always better. Sometimes no. bigger is just like the same thing, but harder to store. Right, and, <laughs> and, and like giant connect four, I think falls under that. And beer pong with uh with uh, bins and a uh, kickball, it's really not the same, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, oh, before we continue, I, I have to get this because this was bugging me today. And this is the governor yesterday. We played the clip a couple times, uh, and she. It's not the first time I've heard her say this, like very recently. And she's far from the only one who uses this. Well, this is a part of the governor when she was reacting to the Supreme Court's decision. We can have restrictions on speech. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. But somehow there's no restrictions allowed on the Second Amendment. I just how is that? It, I can understand. You hear somebody say that you can't yell uh, fire in a crowded theater. But how is somebody who's you know involved in the law in any way? Like, how are we using that expression when it's just so untrue? It's, yes, yes, you can. Who said you can't? The only, there's, I I mean, this all comes from a a Supreme Court case from a a very long time ago. Okay. And, but the people who quote Holmes might want to actually read the case where the phrase comes from, because then they might realize that uh, the, the quote included was never a binding law. The case, uh, U.S. versus Schenck, is one that I think Kathy Oka would disagree with, sent an anti-war activist to jail under the Espionage Act for sending out pamphlets. Uh, it was overturned over 40 years ago because of it. And the quote doesn't inclu- uh, does include the word falsely. It doesn't include the word crowded at all. The, ho- the whole idea behind it was you can't, use speech that spurs violence or a riot. Right. But if you want to yell, Joe, fire in a crowded theater, go ahead. Especially right. if there's a fire, you can. I mean, that's, Please do. It's, if there was a fire, please do. I just never understood it. It like always bugs me so much when I hear somebody say it. Um, and it's, it's interesting. When, it, when it's somebody who has like any sort of involvement a in law the law degree. at all. A law degree. Yes. <laughs> just it. it, it <laughs> And it's interesting because you, you hear so many people say it, Brian, so many, you know, perceived intelligent people. And like you said, this is just part of the decision. You know, you know how after the decision they write, you know, as David was going through yesterday, a 100-page uh, decision explaining it all. That's all this was part of. It had nothing to do with the actual law or the finding. I just don't, you know, just like, come on. We're a little better than that. Yeah. Right? I mean, just, you can Please don't. It's yeah. annoying. That'd be very during annoying. A movie. Yeah. But um, you know, it's just. Anyways, I, I just get annoyed by these things. But uh, jarts, Joe. Jarts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jarts. I've ne- to be honest with you, never played jarts. But it doesn't look like something I want to pick up and start doing. Now pickleball. There's a fun outdoor activity. You can paint some lines in the road and play some pickleball. I, uh, I've never played pickleball. I feel like that's you need stuff. Like you need a big net. You can't just paint some lines in the road, can you? You need a no, net. No, you need the net, too. I thought that was implied. I don't think you can put the net in the middle of the road. It's yeah. not like a hockey net. A road, like might, car. a road might be. A- <laughs> you're like setting up a full from like side to side yes. tennis net. A car comes. You're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me five minutes of dislodging this net. I don't think pickleball is a middle of the parking road. Lot. Maybe empty big parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You got your pickleball thing. Um, the jarts. I feel like I would like. I got to give the original jarts. People say they. I like people talk about the original jarts, like the lawn darts that you can't sell anymore. Like it's like their weed stash. You ever notice that? Like, hey, don't tell. I got the original charts down in the basement. It's in the, it's in the, you know, a box over here. They don't want you posting that stuff on social media. You know, don't uh, don't go spreading the news. But I, they they don't want me to have it. But yeah, I got some original charts down here. You want to play some charts? We got some charts. I'll play some original charts. <laughs> I feel like that's how everybody talks about that. Croquet is fun, but it's. It takes commitment. That's the thing with croquet. Croquet is like, okay, everybody, we're going to play some croquet. Okay. And you, you're you playing the whole game of croquet because we have to set up this entire croquet obstacle course that's going on. All the hoops, the sticks, we're getting out the whole set. And Ooh. it's just tough to get people... To make that commitment. It's like trying to get a group of people to play Monopoly. It's tough to get that commitment for something. Yes. Yes. It is the yard version of Monopoly. Yes. It, actually, the yard version of Monopoly is just giant Monopoly now. They take uh, <laughs> the giant board. But no, it's it's the one thing you need to specifically say, like, hey, everybody, we're playing croquet. Don't come over. <laughs> Unless you're down to play croquet for the next hour. Right. You don't want that person backing out. Yeah. Because it's not just like, oh, there's some cornhole over here you can play. No one's like, oh, there's croquet over here. Full court. Uh, we got the whole thing set up. Took me 80 minutes. Um, and you need a bunch of players. So if you want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just if you want to play a casual croquet game, that, it just never works. Right. Uh, you need the commitment. That's why I never play. I have croquet. I don't think we've ever used it. You have croquet? Thinking you were going to use it? I I don't think it's something we bought. A lot of these yard games, I think, are something you acquire. Yes. How? What percentage of yard games in Western New York are something uh, somebody won from a meat raffle? Oh, yeah, that too. Twenty percent of the yard <laughs> games in people's garage. Um, you need to have the space to store them over the. That's why we don't have a ton. Like if we had, I would love to have a cornhole board. It w- would be fun. But I don't, you know, where am I going to put that in the garage? If you're going to a party or if you're having people over, someone will have a cornhole board. Yeah, bring that. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Hey, can you bring your uh, can jam? Can you bring the can jam's easy? Yeah. Roll it up, store it wherever. The cornhole board. I mean, those are big, massive things. It's it's almost as uh, cumbersome as Connect Four, (laughs) Mega Connect Four. That's like as big as the huge uh, whatever board. My, my parents had a croquet set growing up. I think they acquired it from my grandparents. And what I would do with the croquet set is make up my own game because I never understood what croquet was. So I would just be in the, you know, in the, in the yard hitting a ball thinking, that this is fun with a, with a croquet stick. I don't um, – someone's texting in. 803-0930, by the way, if you want to chime in with us this morning. Someone's saying my jarts disappeared around the third time I stuck one in the roof of our home. How do you play jarts? <laughs> like, isn't this like a, a, an open field game? Are, are you throwing it over the house? What's going on? That's the, that's the, that's the jarts. 
it's over the house charts. So the, 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 the board is in the front yard, and you're throwing it over the house. You've played over the house something, right? Everyone oh, has. of course. Yes. Over the house football. I've played over the house wiffle ball. Oh, you're trying. Where the goal oh, was. Oh, you know what I did the other day? We're in the backyard playing. So now that, you know, we, we got a toddler running around. So I got a bunch of outdoor, uh, a couple soccer balls out there. We have the uh, foam baseball bat and, you know, a little foam ball that you nice. hit with it. The hockey sticks. That's his feet. He always wants to uh, shoot around, play hockey. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of other bubble, sidewalk chalk, you know, the whole deal for being outside. So we are uh, hanging out. And it's funny because sometimes, you know, he wants to play. Sometimes he just wants, like, me to play, and he wants to be a spectator. Like, that's just like... (laughs) It'll be fun for you. Entertain me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so uh, we're all out there, and uh, we're taking turns, my wife and I, pitching the foam ball, hitting it with the foam baseball. And so (laughs) she throws the uh, ball, and this is how, you know, that I'm still kind of a child. And she throws the baseball... It's a little foam ball, and I, you know, boom with the uh, bat, and I rocket this thing. I mean, it is a line drive. This would have been a double for sure if it was uh, at a real park. And just line drive right to the light on the back uh, patio with a foam ball. Broke the uh, all the glass. Nice. Nice. light came crashing down. I was like, wow, I didn't really think of it. Foam ball. I wasn't expecting much damage. Look I'm, at you. I'm glad I just hit the light. Still got that power. That had to make you feel good. Yeah, well, she's like, what are you doing? You know, and, you know, he's trying to go up. I'm like, no, stay down here. I got to pick up all this glass. Um, but you wanted to enjoy it for a second. Well, yeah, at the same time. Like, that's kind of sweet. Yeah. Right? I mean, I can't be alone in that. You, you throwing me a foam baseball, I was able to get that much power off of it. That should feel pretty good. Yeah, you should come play softball next week. I wish I was aiming for it. If I could have said I was aiming for it, the you accuracy should, would have been. You should have just said you were aiming for it. The odds of me hitting that were astronomically low. But it happened. Yeah. You should have just said. That's what I was aiming for. I, I pointed, like Babe Ruth, which he never really did. I'm, I pointed at the, uh, at the light. You ever make up games when you were younger outside? Make up outdoor games? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, like the soccer game. Yeah. I don't think there's an official uh, rule soccer game where you end up blasting uh, soccer balls <laughs> in someone's backside. <laughs> we would uh, we would take a – remember they, they had the uh, the wiffle ball bat, but like the big wiffle ball bat. and Oh, the jumbo one? The jumbo with the jumbo ball, the one that didn't have yeah. holes in it. And we would, in the front yard, we would play wiffle ball home run derby. And the goal was to get it two yards over, and that would be a home run. But – Let's just say we might have played this till we were a little too old to be hitting non-wiffle balls into the street yeah. at, you know, 20. Uh, <laughs> but it was a fun game. Over the house, right? That's a, We played over the house. Oh, yeah. Over the house is the most fun until something gets stuck on the house. Yeah, or a window breaks. And fun's over. Yep. <laughs> fun's I over. I think my parents went through three garage windows. Really? Yeah, that was not for over the house. That was for something different. But windows are something that, yeah. Uh, you got a small backyard and you still try to hit a baseball around. I guess I'm glad I didn't hit that uh, ball. I think my windows would have been perfectly fine. But yeah. it's just a weak, uh, weak light that it's I good smashed. You hit the light. Good I hit the light yeah. for sure. But all right, it's going to be a nice weekend. Uh, perfect weather all throughout western New York. I mean, how do you enjoy it? Do you have a favorite backyard game or maybe... 
you're going to see the Elvis movie, which I think I, I might try and do. I Probably won't be this weekend, but I do want to try and see this movie. Uh, Beamaz and Beamer will be back here on WBEM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Here, Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN, talking about our uh, summer activities and what you're doing. Some of our favorite outdoor summer games, because we uh, turned on the TV. And this is, we've got soccer, volleyball, beach, foot volleyball. You're not allowed to use your hands. It's on TV, which, you know, is a, you used to have six channels. Yes. And now I'm watching people kick a soccer ball over a volleyball net on the beach in crystal clear HD. Yeah, this probably would not have been on one of the six channels. <laughs> I'm going to guess. No. But this is a game where someone would be seriously injured in. Oh, within If you played it in their backyard. Within minutes. <laughs> Trying to kick, jumping up in the air, and just like landing bad. You're if, done. If we, if we attempt to play this game in my backyard growing up, either someone would be hurt right away or, or again... That window would be broken right away. Injuries per game, this versus jarts, this is far more dangerous. Yes, yes. And again, if you're trying to imagine it, imagine a uh, beach volleyball court, but they are kicking and headbutting the ball over and they can't touch the yeah. ball. Just volleyball. You can't use your uh, hands. Use yeah. Feet only. And this, Oh, man, this guy's going to break his neck. Uh, anyways... <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice weekend. You're going to be a lot of backyard games and fun things going on. Uh, if this is one, we want to know about it. Uh, yes. Send us your picture. Uh, the outdoor uh, foot volleyball. Please uh, stay safe. Uh, the Elvis movie is out today. I want to – I say this about a lot of things. Maybe actually next week. Maybe I will go and see the Elvis movie. Do we still get movie passes here? <laughs> Chill. <laughs> uh, maybe after work though I'll yeah. uh, be able to sneak out Go see Elvis I really do want to It looks very cool The soundtrack is cool It's like a lot of Different well-known artists Doing Elvis I Wonder about Elvis 
and his popularity? That is a good question. Now, you know, as opposed to, I, I feel like Elvis's popularity is has been like dwindling with time, and that soon it's maybe going to vanish. Do you think vanish? I I, I think there will always be an Elvis following. But I don't think it'll be anything like it even is now. There will always be people out there that enjoy Elvis music. So you say that now, but I think what there will be people, there will be an Elvis following as long as there are people alive who remember Elvis and remember the craze and remember, you know, the, the whole thing. But as we get further into the future, I don't think like some other people from the past, right? mega popular superstars, that Elvis carries over with a younger generation the same way some of these other bands. So taking point, the Beatles. Right. The Beatles, there is no doubt in my mind that the Beatles will... I, somebody wrote, I don't know if it was 40 or 50 years, where it's like, you know, pop culture, you know, super popular things, they remain... They, like, uh, you know, slightly dwindle in popularity over the decades and over, like, until a year, it's, like, 40 or 50, and then it, like, falls off a cliff. And the Beatles are one of the rare exceptions where they're still relevant and they, you know, people still kind of get on. There's people listening to the Beatles for the first time every single day all around the country. I don't know if that's the same with Elvis. like And and I don't know if it's going to be the same because is as you move a little further down the line, you know, so much of Elvis's popularity was the persona. Right. Right. And the, you know, his electricity as a performer and as a person and kind of, you know, the, uh, the historical aspect of that. But that kind of goes away with time and you are left with the music. And I, you know, I love Elvis. I listen to Elvis, but the music is not something that holds water the same way, say, like the Beatles do, or I'm trying to think of like others that would. Are you pass putting through. Frank Sinatra? Where are you putting Frank Sinatra? That was going to be my question. Um, Frank Sinatra, I would say, is nowhere near the personality Elvis is. Right. But I think his music will live on longer, longer than Elvis's. I'll tell you, there's a lot of people in Las Vegas right now who might need to start looking for a new job if that's true. <laughs> but, you know, but I, I do you think that that like the personality doesn't when you're talking about music specifically, right. You know, it has to be the music itself. Because how are kids, you know, finding music? They're on, you know, whatever app they have and they're just streaming or listening to whatever. And you can listen to the Beatles, and, you know, it's like, oh, you know, this music is great. People are really into it. And, you know, like I said, Elvis is great, but I feel like you used to, maybe 20 years ago, you would have talked to, 30 years ago maybe, you would have talked about Elvis and the Beatles almost in the same breath. Right. You know, like, here are the two huge rock and roll stars and their continuing popularity, where I think as you go through time, I think Elvis is... You know, he has plateaued or he's going to go down and the Beatles will just kind of carry on. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I, I, I like Elvis's music, but I, I the more I think about it, the more I mean, obviously this movie coming out 
there will be a spike in his music, right? There always is with something like this. Yeah, yeah, you'll see a, a little bit maybe. Right. It's not like in the past, I think. No, there there will be, because people are talking about it, you have those covers, people will go and try to seek out some Elvis music. Not It's not going to be this huge spike, but it'll be, it'll be a, a little spike because of the Favorite movie. Elvis song? I, I have to, you know, I, I've been trying to think that. Suspicious Minds, live though, it has to be the live version mm. where he goes on for about 30 minutes with uh, we're caught in a trap. Do 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 do. It goes <laughs> fast, going. slows down. Goes fast again, slows down. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm burning love lately. That's probably my burning uh, love. return to sender. I mean, I I could just we could end the show just going back and forth. Elvis songs. Yeah, I think so. I don't, but I don't know if he had, he's going to have lasting popularity. Like I think eventually Elvis will die. What if you ask some people? <laughs> literally. <laughs> He never did. Right, yes. Uh, but he did. And I, I think eventually it, like, it will come to that point with him where you might not have expected that 30 years ago. I don't know. Anyways, 803-0930. I don't disagree. Elvis, I, does he carry over in his popularity? I think it's petered out a little bit. Bill is in Williamsville. Bill, you're on WBEM. What's going on? Hey, Bill. Bill going once. All right. Bill, well, it's uh, it's like uh, if we tried to get Elvis on the line. Bill, if you uh, if you hear us, <laughs> there was a phone issue. Give us a call back. Um, young, someone's pointing out on the text board. Young people getting into older music uh, from listening to what their parents or grandparents listen to. I, you know, that might have been true once upon a time. I think young people get into older music if they stumble upon it. That's the new thing. And, and it's easier to stumble upon it than it was when we were younger. Yes. I, I would actually think the opposite. If, you know, if you're a kid and your parents listen to one thing, you would, you know, automatically think that's not cool. You know, that would be right. the natural instinct. Right. But like how parents ruin Facebook. I, I think it is right now, older music is potentially can have a renaissance at any period in time. And it's not, it doesn't just have to be spurred along. We heard about, you know, there's some song, Stranger Things, their new uh, season was using. Right. And now it's like back on the charts. Yes. I forgot what the song was. I believe the song's higher on the charts now than when it was actually a hit. Yeah. But it, I, anymore, don't, you don't need like that a TV show or something like that to spur interest. Because what, if I'm, you know, 16 years old, I have the music app on the phone and I'm listening to whatever I'm listening to, some new rock band. Yeah. And it will suggest the Beatles or Led Zeppelin or, you know, any of these uh, bands or Johnny Cash, if I'm listening to uh, some country music, and I'm hearing it for the first time, like, there is no difference, really, in between. I mean, there used to be a big difference, right? You'd go out and buy a CD, and old music was on records or cassettes. And I, it's not even that I don't want to listen to it. I literally can't. Right. But now, there, I mean, there is no difference between me clicking on a song that's 50 years old versus a song that was released two hours ago. Right. It's just, if it's new to me, it's new to me. And boom, here I am clicking on it. And I, I like it or I don't. And when it was made, I think matters less and less and less. Right. Because that's how you're getting your music now. Um, so old, old music is going to live on maybe uh, more so than it would have in any other era. However... 
there is, you know, uh, limits to that. And I think that limits something like Elvis was so reliant on charisma, personality, and all of that, that when you strip all that away and it's just someone with a phone in their hand and they're just listening to the music, listen, again, I like Elvis' music. I don't think it carries on the same way that someone picking up like the Beatles or Led Zeppelin who will probably live on for much longer, if I were to guess. Yeah. I, I Again, I when we had this conversation off air a few hours ago, I was like, oh, that's crazy, Brian. Elvis will will live on with his music just as long. But the more I think about it, you know, you, yeah, you, you talk about it's people who are alive, who are alive when Elvis was alive, that can talk about Elvis, right? And the personality and the hey, hey. And, yeah. you know, people get that and you go to Vegas and every corner there's a... Um, uh, well, among, there's a Elvis impersonator. But or, it's like this person who texted him, right, um, that uh, their parents had a tenant that put up a shrine to Elvis with the velvet picture, the candles, incense, and everything around Elvis. And that story, I've heard that before, to the point where I'm, I'm not even sure whether to believe the person who texted in, <laughs> because I've, I've heard of that. And the type of people who are making a shrine to Elvis, which, by the way— now that I'm thinking about it, I think I should put an Elvis shrine up in the attic. Really? It would be pretty cool. I, it would be it cool. It would be funny. Where like, are you going to find this Elvis stuff? I mean, there's Elvis stuff all over the place, right? Yeah. Right. Yard eBay? sales? <laughs> the velvet picture. I don't know if I'm going to find The velvet. That that's what I mean. The velvet picture. You an might Elvis to, tapestry. You might have to go hit some yard sales and estate sales. Just put it in like a – you go into the closet up in the attic and it's like, well, wow. You know, a little Elvis shrine here. I never knew that. See, this is something I talked about uh, earlier in the week. Uh, s- stuff that you've collect- maybe collected or you've bought just so it's a, it's a conversation piece when people come over. Stuff you have in your house that usually can start a conversation. That would be an Elvis shrine. <laughs> the Elvis Shrine right. would like, be one of those. My parents' house, my dad's got the Virginia Tech Shrine, right? That's a conversation starter. Oh, a ticket from the national championship, this, this, that. Conversation starter. Elvis Shrine. Trying to think. Oh, well, I have my conversation starter in the house is the Squatty Potty. Of, of course, it's yes. The, it's the conversation piece. It's also what you give people when they leave. <laughs> and it's your parting gift. Yeah. But that is, I, I, to a person, everyone who comes over to the house, um, oh, you got a squatty potty. Hey, and what's that on the side of the toilet? Yeah. That's the bidet. Yeah. yeah. That's, we, we've got it all. You, you really take care of your guests. Absolutely. <laughs> you got the whole thing. If, if, and if you want it, you don't lock the door. There's a chance my toddler will break in and uh, be your bathroom attendant <laughs> hand you <laughs> hand you the paper. Um, <laughs> that's what he likes doing. But that's it, it is a conversation piece. Maybe, you know, once everyone's gone into the house and seen that, I need a new one. Elvis Shrine would be it. Elvis Shrine, yeah. That would be the great conversation. The velvet piece. picture, though, has to be part of that shrine. But that's all people like that who lived in that era. Right. And for Someone else who texts in, you know, the man did die 45 years ago. Like, of course, you should expect popularity to decline. I I think, like, 30 years ago, there was still... Remember, Elvis made more money, or his estate yes. did, in death than he did when he was living. 
I mean, there was this feeling that here's a guy who's going to kind of like live forever. Oh, yeah. In the public consciousness. Remember the big deal it was when Pizza Hut, and I believe it was the Super Bowl in 95, 96, they put an image of Elvis that seemed like he was in the commercial. And that was for some, that was like the oh, most the hologram, the oh, hologram yeah. Elvis. It's like the most popular commercial that year. And everyone's talking about, it's like Elvis. I mean, now you look at it, technology's gotten better. Uh, but, you know, people, <laughs> I do remember that. Now yeah, you're people are going crazy. I mean, it, it was like Elvis is back all over the news talking about that commercial, this, this 30 second commercial. But the big thing was, it looked like Elvis was in 1995, which again, some people would say he was, uh, but it looked like Elvis was there in 95. There was, I mean, the Elvis look. I think so many people would say, oh, Elvis is still alive because you could walk places. You, you know, would go to the mall in the 90s and see some old guy right. with a nice uh, big sunglasses, pompadour hair, big mutton chops and be like, that might be Elvis walking around the Boulevard Mall. You, you know, he was an extra in Home Alone. Did you ever hear that, con- that conspiracy? No. That's he funny. was behind John Candy in line at the airport. And it, it, it does look like someone who, if Elvis had aged, um, it looked like it could have been Elvis. And that was a big conspiracy. Like, he is alive. He's an extra in Home Alone, in the original yeah. Home Alone. Was that just Elvis renting a kayak? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it, he, he was like that kind of that look, yeah. popular, too, where even like 30 years ago, I, there was still like an Elvis craze. Oh, yeah. There was this idea that he is like one of these mega stars. It's like him... And I don't know, like, who else would you put in that thing? JFK, like the Beatles, um, you, you know, some of these other huge celebrities that they thought would never go away. Like, nobody was saying that about, um, you know, who do I want to use here? Frankie Avalon? You know, like, but, you know, no one was saying that Poor about Frankie Avalon. <laughs> like Danny Bonaducci or something, you know, <laughs> like he was very popular, but right. no one's like, oh, he's going to. His stuff, his music will live forever. <laughs> Dion, you know, it's nice. He had some great hits. But like Herman's Hermits is, you know. Yeah, I mean. They're giving away tickets. <laughs> He's not exactly the huge draw that you would have. There's certain people you expected right. to have that thing. And I just don't know. I feel it's sad in a way. I feel like the appeal of Elvis is going down a little. Well, you know what the real tell of that would be? If you're an Elvis impersonator, I guarantee you're not making the money now that you were making 20 years ago, right? It's not oh, as yeah. popular a gig. The well's drying up a little bit. Right? I mean, it's not, it's not as popular. You know, 30, 20, 30 years ago. I don't hear Terry in like, you, you used to be everywhere every weekend. Exactly. Now it's 80s covers. Right. And how long will that go? I, I argue the 80s will never die. Well, it's always like, it's like fashion, right? Everything that was cool, uh, like... 10-ish years ago, like, comes back around, or, like, 15 years ago. Right. And then it comes back around, like, you had the 90s thing coming back. The Savers. The Savers are going to eventually wear their black and red jerseys, right? Because then everyone who grew up with that when they were a kid is going to be they have the money 25, now. 30 years old, yep. and they're going to actually have the money to be able to buy the things that they wanted to buy when they were six or seven right. years old. It's like you see, uh, you go to a Bills game, everyone's just pretending they're their parents. They're wearing uh, Bills starter jackets and Zubas <laughs> and uh, drinking beer, trying to pretend that they were their fathers. Uh, it, everything comes in like waves right. like that. I don't know. People aren't doing that in Elvis. I guess it's harder to convey and carry. There's three people that I think of for this. There's Elvis... There's Johnny Cash. There are there's uh, the Ramones, 
who, if you, you know, a big part of it was their coolness, even more so than, you know, great music. Right. But it was the look, the attitude, and all of that that played into their popularity more so than everything else. Johnny Cash is, I mean, that might survive for forever. Great bar in Nashville, by the way. I might have to go. The Johnny Cash bar, yeah. Um, but like, is I feel like it's harder over time. The music, it's easy to carry over, right? And it's easy for people to latch onto the music. Coolness factor, it's harder for that to carry over over time. It's harder for a twelve-year-old now to look at Elvis or the Ramones or something and have someone explain like, "Oh, you don't understand. This is." That you was guys so, are so cool. cool. Yeah. Or like look at a picture and they might not think that it's like the coolest thing ever. You know, they see Johnny Cash, the famous picture of Johnny Cash. He's sticking up a finger to the camera. Right. And that's, you know, the coolest. He's the outlaw. And now it's like everyone's sticking up a finger to their phone camera on TikTok. <laughs> so, you know, hey, my teacher did that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> so it's, the, it's hard to convey that level of coolness, I think, to a new generation. Yeah. I, I, no, it, that totally makes sense. And uh, Johnny Cash, by the way. Great episode of Columbo if you've never seen it. Just saying. The he Johnny, was in that show? He he played, he, not to give it away, he played a villain. <laughs> not in, to give it away. In an episode of Columbo, and he did an awesome, I mean, he pretty much played Johnny Cash um, with under a different name. You sound like me. It's like, please don't spoil, uh, I'm watching Celebrity Mole <laughs> season two right now. <laughs> Originally aired in 2003. No spoilers, please. But the Columbo Johnny Cash episode, it's actually a really good. I mean, they're all good, but that's a really good episode. Um, well, will I see you here on Monday? You will not. I will actually be at a cool little uh, demonstration, and maybe it's something we can talk about later in the week. I won't see you Tuesday or Wednesday either. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, b and Beamer will be back here <laughs> Monday. It's 9.56 on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 